Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're pleased to welcome Rhett Bryan from Nashville. He is a game day host for Titans Radio Network, and I called it dramatic. I'd like to know, Rhett, what are a couple of words or emotions that you would attach to this season for the Tennessee Titans? Stunning is one. Collapse would be another. Uh, I mean, you just think about they started 0-2 and got behind the eight ball. Then they got it together. And at one point in this season, as a matter of fact, uh, Thursday night football in Lambeau Field, Green Bay, they beat handily Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Mm-hmm. It's for only time all season they uh, rung up 27 or more points this season, which tells you their offensive woes. Yeah. But uh, that's the last win that they had. That was November the 17th uh, at Lambeau Field. And then they were 7-3 and three at that point in the season. And nobody really saw a seven-game slide to end the season at 7-10. and 10. Just a couple of weeks after the Green Bay win, John Robinson is let go by Amy Adams Strunk as the general manager. It wasn't like totally surprising in terms of the move. It was the timing because at that point there was five weeks left in the season. Right. And so, yeah, it's had its twists and turns, uh, no doubt. And then it just had a, a really bad collapse at the end. I remember at the point at which they had won seven of eight games, I was talking about their identity and a team that knows who it is and how it wants to win and how it wants to approach games. What happened? What derailed them at that point in the season, Rhett? It's the thing that could have derailed them in 2021. Uh, the injury bug has bitten them extremely hard in the last two seasons. They've used an NFL record of 177 players Whoa. between 2021 and 2022. And it started, this is something that was a cumulative effect, and then there was a tipping point at one point where it was just you had more guys on IR than you had, uh, you know, your, your roster looked totally different by some point in the year. So it the, honestly, the the first place where it really started was in training camp in August when they they lost Harold Landry to an ACL in a non-contact drill, who they'd given a big contract to and had done really well in his first you know four seasons with the Titans, and they really missed him immediately. And then you get into the first couple of games of the regular season, Taylor Lewan tears his ACL again. You've lost your starting left tackle. And then you just keep stacking these injuries, whether they're soft tissue or, or season ending. 
I think they had a record 31 guys on IR at one point. Uh, in one of the last production meetings I had with Coach Mike Frabel, um, I think there was 22 or 23 guys on the 53-man roster that were either just free agents or were off of somebody else's practice squad that were playing mm. and not starters and guys that you know he and John Robinson had kind of constructed the roster with prior to that. Then why ultimately is the general manager fired and four assistants if it really was more about injuries? Well, it's a it's a combination of a lot of those things. Now, listen, the whole John Robinson thing, the owner, Amy Adams Strunk, uh, I guess had gotten to a point where she was tired of some of the things that were happening. And everyone wants to point to the A.J. Brown trade the night of the draft back uh, in the spring of 2022. Right. And, and that may have well been the tipping point, but it wasn't the only thing that helped decide that. And to hear her tell it, she had decided some weeks before that had happened, um, that she was going to move on from his services. Uh, I think one of the things that, that kind of sticks out in that is the Julio Jones trade that he had made the year before. In fact, the Titans don't have a fourth-round pick in this year's draft because of that trade. And then they happened to pay him. And that is really what set everything with the, the Titans being in a bit of cap trouble as the new year approaches in March. Because to make that trade for Julio Jones, they had to renegotiate or redo uh, a year or two of Ryan Tannehill's contract, which put them behind the eight ball with, with the cap. In fact, they're going to be, I think, $16 million over. Uh, so they're going to be there's going to be a, a purge of some talent in this, but that is just one part of it. Um, as far as the the offensive, uh, the four coaches that were let go earlier this week, Todd Downing, you could almost put the writing on the wall as the the slide towards the end of the year, the seven game losing streak kept uh, you know tacking up losses. You could almost see that coming because if you look at all of the the scores in this season. Like I said, the, the Green Bay game on Thursday Night Football in the middle mm -hmm. of November is the right. only time they amassed more than 27 points. There was several games that never got more than 17 points. And, Amy, as long as you've been doing this, you know this. 17 points average in the NFL is not going to get it done. No. Not with the Patrick Mahomes and Kansas City Chiefs of the world and you know what the, the L.A. Chargers are doing now and certainly the, the Eagles who have been just on fire all year. It's not going to cut it. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, Todd Downing was was let go uh, earlier this week, along with the secondary coach Anthony Midget. And that that one kind of wasn't surprising because they've been giving up some explosive plays on defense, but they haven't had all their starters in there. And then the offensive line coach Keith Carter was also let go, and that was one of Mike Vrabel's original hires when he was uh, named coach in 2018. So clearly. Uh, the offensive line is going to be a major point of emphasis and change uh, in the spring and the off season, and uh, reconstructing that because I don't anticipate that Taylor Lewan will be back at left tackle. Uh, it's up in the air as to whether center Ben Jones comes back. Honestly, four fifths of the starting line hmm. could be different in 2023, which is a project in and of itself. It's one of the reasons why you know they gave up 49 quarterback sacks this year. That's almost three per game. Oof. You know, another reason why some of these offensive coaches were let go earlier this week.
We're spending a few minutes with Rhett Bryan, who's the game day host of Titans Radio. We're pleased to have him back with us here in the new year. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Still, they had a chance to win the AFC South title, which speaks a lot about the division, too. Uh, but just looking at the numbers for context, yes, they were 28th in the NFL in points per game at 17 and a half is where they finished up. And their passing attack specifically was in the bottom three in the NFL. So not even 175 passing yards. What are they doing or, or what are their options at quarterback this offseason? Well, I think the big thing is seeing how, because again, we've got the Titans have to get a new general manager. They're in process of that now and have been for about a month. And uh, some of the, the interview candidate list came out earlier this week, but uh, that person is going to have their hands full and what they're going to try to do to get to a cap number to see whether Ryan Tannehill returns as the starting quarterback. He's in the last main year of his contract extension that he got here after he was traded here and uh, spoke to us in the locker room on Monday and said, I'd love to be back here. And, and certainly his performances uh, this season and, and the toughness, you can't argue because he, he tore a lot of ligaments in his right ankle, had a high ankle sprain that developed into the other and mm. ended up having to have surgery with Dr. Andrews in Birmingham. But um, your your point is correct. So, like, you know, uh, draft Malik Willis in the third round back in the spring. He ends up starting three games. And then what they realized is as they were trying to stop this seven-game losing streak, you know, they still – they were this time a week ago, here they have a game in Jacksonville – with two of their main goals intact in winning the AFC South Division cha- Championship and the, the the title there and making it back into the playoffs. And, it, you know, for anybody playing a meaningful game in Week 18, despite a, a slide, uh, you know, you're doing something right, but they just didn't have the personnel there to do it. So they brought in Joshua Dobbs, and eight days later, he starts, you know, the next-to-last game, the Cowboys game on Thursday night football, and, and he starts again in Jacksonville, and he did a really nice job. And then when the turnovers happened the other night in Jacksonville, that was clearly the difference in the ball game in terms of score. But uh, you know they have the eleventh overall pick, so I don't know if there's a chance they try to draft something or if that's a left tackle they take there. There's a whole lot of questions that have yet to be answered. It's going to be a wild off season in Nashville with the Titans. If you look at the roster, would you say? Uh, there are players who would be untouchable, players that they wouldn't consider purging or trading to try to make the salary cap work? I would say if if we're talking about like a worst-case scenario and they're going to do a, just a massive purge of talent, I would think three names that would not be on the trading block okay? because the fan base would have a mutiny. One would be Jeffrey Simmons. <laughs> yes. Uh, the other would be the aforementioned Derrick Henry. And the third one would probably be safety Kevin Byard. Um, th- those three guys, if any, would be safe. Of course, I say that and they'll end up trading one of those now. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and, but, uh, but yeah, I, it, but I think uh, uh, there are so many things that are open for discussion and on the table in this offseason, and I think that's going to be the biggest part of whoever the new general manager of the Titans becomes is, again, is going to have a lot of of tasks mm. ahead of him to, to do. And, you know, Mike Vrabel is going to be consulted about who the new general manager is uh, when they get 
uh, it down to the final couple of interviews. And, you know, it'd be interesting to see how he and this new general manager work in tandem together to, to put together a good roster. So. Brett Bryan is with us from the Titans radio network in the wake of what was a collapse in the second half of the season, seven straight losses and still in that final game against Jacksonville, an opportunity to at least get into the playoffs as a uh, division champion with the AFC South going through a down year. It's after hours here on CBS sports radio. So you didn't mention any of the quarterbacks, obviously. What was your assessment of Malik Willis in the limited time in which we saw him on the field? Yeah, he ended up getting three starts, and clearly uh, the first start was in Houston uh, back earlier in the in the season uh, when uh, Ryan Tannehill first started having problems with a high ankle sprain, and he was clearly you know had moments where he the, the moment was a little bigger than him uh, in, in trying to you know make something happen. But a few weeks later, he gets another start and then a, a third start, and clearly he had made some progress in some places, but you can tell that, you know, he had never really lined up under center um, in, when he had played college ball. And you know, he even talked about uh, Monday when they were cleaning out their lockers about, you know, hand, uh, hand eyes, feet, kind of all working together, which are the key elements of, you know, making, making a good uh, passing game and, and all the traits of a quarterback. And he said, yeah, I got a lot to learn, but I feel like he made some strides forward how is he going to be ready in 2023? I don't know. Uh, I think that remains to be seen, but he gained some valuable experience in, in being basically thrown to the wolves because of necessity. Mm. In conversations with players or, or hearing what they had to say with their exit interviews, um, what did they say about the season other than the general disappointment of knowing that it was over? Well, I, I think there's, they even feel the, a heightened sense of uncertainty as to, cause you know, I can imagine, I could not imagine playing, you know, going to war with a guy and, and being, you know, being around the same guys all season. And then at the end of it, abruptly ending, right. you don't know who's going to be back. You don't know if you're going to be a part of that or if you're going to be somewhere different. There's, I can't imagine what they go through with all of that, but yeah, obviously it was disappointment uh, because of the way it ended. And, you know, but they didn't offer any excuses, and they and they played their rear ends off last weekend at Jacksonville. They really did. Um, they just came up short. They right. just, I mean, you just again, they had a bunch of pieces and parts in certain units, and that was the problem. Is the injuries came and not just spread out into a couple of places, but it was in, it concentrated in areas. But the offensive line had a lot of issues with that, and the secondary too. And, when you concentrate it in a couple of position groups, that really hurts what you're doing. And look, they, I'm not taking anything away from Jacksonville because Urban Meyer bought the Titans a year in terms of having uh, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence ready in 2021 because he is clearly really good, and we knew that going into everything. And he's going to be a thorn in the side for the Titans for twice a year for for several years to come. And I. I'm excited to see what they do uh, with the Chargers this weekend in Super Wild Card Weekend because uh, those those guys are starting to play. If they can ever figure out some of their defensive stars to, to get the right pressure on quarterback, they might be a surprise in this playoff. I'm glad that you brought them up because I wanted to ask uh, your uh, your 
thoughts on the Jaguars. The Titans played them twice in the last five weeks and lost both of those games. The Jags were the only team in the South to finish above 500, and they do it barely. But, man, what a surge they put together. So what impressed you about the Jags, a team that you saw multiple times in the last month and a half? Clearly it starts with the quarterback and Trevor Lawrence because uh, the young man was the number one pick overall for a reason. And to hear some of uh, like some of the guys that Frank Frangi uh, and Jeff Logman on, on Jaguars radio, we, we talked to those guys several times during the year. And it seemed like they kind of had to deprogram a lot of guys after what happened with Urban Meyer in 2021. And, as they started to gain confidence, because they started out really slow themselves. But Trevor Lawrence, yeah, much better play for him this year. He had over 4,000 yards passing. Uh, wasn't making the mistakes in terms of interceptions. Now, he's got a fumble issue when trying to extend plays uh, with his body. Uh, that's not something he can correct. But he's got weapons. I mean, look at Travis Etienne, who was robbed of his rookie season. Uh, what was it, an Achilles, I think, or right, something? Right, right. Uh, but he, that, that guy's good, and we knew that in college. I was watching him in college. Um, and, you know, they are healthy. That's the biggest thing in takeaways with them is – they've got a short injury list. I looked at it just a little while ago and um, they lost their left tackle Cam Robinson, but they had, uh, they're pretty deep in that area and could have, in fact, when we talked to Frank Franzi, the voice of the Jaguars last week, he said, this is one of the spots that they could actually afford to lose somebody with a left tackle because of the depth that they have. The Jaguars defense, if they can, you know, uh, continue to force takeaways and, and make something out of it like they did against the Titans, um, there, there's it's a lot of young talent there. That that roster is not For very sure. old, mm-hmm. and uh, they've got a chance to do. Of course, listen, if you're terrible for several years and you have top five picks, you're supposed to be pretty good at some point, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, good point. And they will have a Saturday night game under the lights for the second time in two weeks. The Jags are the NFL's new darlings as they host the Chargers uh, in that playoff game on Saturday evening. Coming into this season, there had only been four teams in the entire NFL who had made the playoffs the last three years in a row. The Titans were one of them, and now they cycle out. But they did have three good seasons there where they were in, and we'll see what they can do in this crazy offseason. You can find Rhett on Twitter at Rhett B. Tennessee, and he's the game day host for Titans Radio, now launching in to the business of the offseason. So we appreciate a couple of minutes. Happy New Year to you, Rhett. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. Always a pleasure. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.